0: Dafra Feis, uh, so the had brought the story. About the dog, famous dog that we've been talking about. We've mentioned him a few times already. The Kelev al Harar, Vahalach Lehidlik, Le Legodish. And it ate the Harar, which is some kind of a hot, coal slash, cookie. So it ate the Harar. And the Mishnah said, Vahidlik is a Gadish. And then it burned down the field as well. So the Mishnah said, ala Harar, you pay Nezik Shalim, because obviously that would be Shane. Vahalach Gadish, Vahalach shalim Nezik. And the Gadish, you pay chatzin Nezik, which would seem to be based on the Lacha we had before of tsuris, But we have to understand. How that works and what exactly the case is. So the Gemara opens up first for the first time now a discussion about ash. We have not yet talked about ash in any great detail. So here we do. The pasuk says, "We'll just start the sugya." The pasuk says, So you have a fire that goes out. We'll see what that means. It's mamash at the end of the daf, and it burns So the person who is Mavir, the bearer who lit. Or the fire, he is the one who is going to be Chayev. So let's talk about the nature of that Chayev of esh. Itmar. Rabbi Mishum, Chetzer. This is very lambdush Gemara. He says, what's the lambdus behind a fire? When a person is Chayev, then he lights a fire, and a fire goes out and burns something else in someone else's field, what is he Chayev for? Says Rabbi Yechonam, the lambdus there is no different than when you shoot an arrow. Just like when you shoot an arrow, you're not touching the person or the thing that it lands on but your koyach that you have over here is going into when you pull back on the string and you shoot the arrow. And the arrow goes and does damage. So fire is the same thing. And therefore, according to Rabbi fire is mamish, an extension of adam a mazik. You're a mazik, just you could be a mazik by punching somebody. You could be a mazik by shooting an arrow. You could be a mazik by lighting a fire. It's the same exact lambdas. A little different lambdas. He says no. Eish is not uh, an extension of the person. Aish is no different than anything else you own that does damage. We said you could have an animal that does damage. You could dig a bar that does damage. These are not extensions of yourself. These are just things that you own and are responsible for. And therefore, says says, fire is like that. Fire is like a shower or a bar, not like an arrow of a person. So for, before we get to the lumbness of it, says, where does it come from? And why does he say it's and not going to be? He says, an arrow, when you shoot an arrow or throw something, your energy on the, on the physics level is inside that thing that you're throwing. You're the one who is moving and pushing the arrow to go forward. But a fire is not your you lit the fire, and the wind comes and moves it. It's not your koyach in the fire, and therefore it says, don't tell me it has a din of an arrow. Why does the hold that it is an arrow and not a din of money? There's nothing to own over here. Right When you own a shore, when you own a bar, when you own something like that, chain, regular, etc., so it's yours, it's something physical you own, if it's something physical you own, you're responsible for it. Over here you don't own anything. A fire is not something you can touch, pardon the pun, right? And therefore a fire is not something you own, and therefore it cannot be a of ownership. Rashi says over here, an amazing thing, Rashi says the pashet nafkamina between these two things is, do you, what if it's a fire that you did not create? okay, if I take, if you light a fire, if I take your fire and burn something else, so according to Rabbi I just picked up an arrow and shot an arrow. I don't have to own the arrow to, hurt, to be the chayev and be as a mazik. Whereas according to Ishlakish, only if it's mine. If you if let an animal out, and I just, you know, push the animal that way, I'm not responsible. At the end of the day, it's not my animal. So according to a Shlokish, if I take your fire and light something else... Now, just, let's just be very, very clear, because it's going to be a little bit tricky in the Gemara. If I take a fire and light something directly on fire, that is not chayv mishum esh. Okay? That is odom mazik If I'm holding a fire and I light something mamish right now, the thing I light is not esh. That is adamamazik. mazik When the fire then travels to the next thing and burns it down, that are, that's when we start talking about esh. The thing you like directly is for sure not age. That's other Bamazic, no question asked. When it travels then, so now if I do that with a fire that's not mine, so then according to a I'm high for the thing I liked, fine. But when it travels anymore, that's already not my fire. That's already whoever lit the fire, whoever's fire it was at the beginning, whoever struck the match. Whereas according going to be it's still my arrow. That's the push naf naff community is two svars. Now we have to read a bunch of different Mishnayas about Hil Eish and understand if these Swarz of Byeych and fit fitted. Let's go to the first one from our Mishnah tonight. Caliph Shanatu harar. Okay, so now let's read this Mishnah in two different ways. Bisham Mishum says fire. It's just an extension, like an arrow, you're an Adva Mazik. So then Khetzya of the caliph. So what happens in this case? So my animal picks up an arrow, in this case it's a fire, but a fire is an arrow, and he goes ahead and throws the arrow or burns down someone's field. What is that? So Rashi explains, an animal that throws an arrow, we already had that before, that's the triris. That is my If an animal pushes something or bangs something directly, so it's an animal, it's a mazik, it could be shane, it could be regal, etc. But if an animal throws something... Like an arrow, or in this case, fire, even if it doesn't own by the fire, by the owner of the animal at all, then it's a din of service. So now we read the Mishnah is very good. So on the charara that he ate, of course, that's shane. And on the field that burned down, that's chatzin because it's service. The Mishnah reads very, very nicely according to Abyechen. Alemani meish mishim amoine, according to says it's because you own it and you're responsible for it. Hayesh lav the balakelefu. What does this fire have to do with this dog and the owner of the dog? No, we're, we're not talking about where the owner of the dog lit the fire. Stop, the dog was running around, saw a hot, coal cookie there, and grabbed it. Stole it and ran away with it. We'll, we'll talk about the stealing part of it in a few minutes. But he stole it and ran away with it. And therefore, it's not a fire that the owner of the dog is responsible for at all. So why you have it all? What's going on? How do you read the Mishnah according to I'll tell you why. We're talking about. Where the dog took the harara, ate part of it, and threw it. He threw it, and then it landed on the goddish. Oh. So now, on the eating of the cookie itself, he pays Nezic Shalim. That's shame. As I was just explaining, the part where you put down a fire on something is not esh. When you put fire down on something directly, that's direct mazik. No questions asked. However, in this case, the dog threw it. Now, if the dog took the cookie and put it on the, on the gadish, then on the place, it put it down directly, you'd be chayv nezik shalib, right? That would either be regel, etc. Over here, he threw it. And since he threw it, it's going to be either tzreriz, or it could be mashuna. Rashi says. But either way, it's not going to be nezik shalid. For one reason or another, it's going to be chetzi nezik But, the ala Godish kulai patah, according to a shlokish, when it said in the mission of that's only on the place where the coal landed, only on that one spot, where the fire then traveled further, that's already a din of ash and since you did not start this fire, you didn't strike the match, therefore you're not gonna be chayiv for the ish part of this Ezek. you're only gonna be chayiv for the shain and/or the as part of this hezik. So there's three parts to the Mishnah now. There's the charara, the eating of it, there's the place where it started the fire, and then the place where the fire traveled. According to a shlakish, on the thing you ate, nezek Shalim, on the part where you threw the cookie and it landed on the on the on the godish Katzin has it because it's service. and where the fire continued, you're totally put. Whereas Rabbi Yechon is going to say the ancha achun Rabbi Yechon says I don't have to be talking about Kesuvah through the cookie. It could be also through the cookie. It doesn't make a difference to me. The actual fire itself, by definition, according to Rabbi Yechon, is tzre-iris. Because it's a din of Chetzei. So you could even be talking about a case where the dog took the call and put it down. charara, <speaking in Hebrew> mokam Right? So on the charara, and on the mokam ha you're going to be paying over here, nezek sholem, v'al ha-godesh nezek On the rest of the fire, that's service. But on the place where it put it down directly... That's going to be regal, and therefore that's a normal thing the animal does, a regular extension of Shane, however you want to look at it, and therefore it's going to be Nezik Shalim. So we've found two different, totally different ways to read the Mishnah. No question on the charari, you pay Nezik Shalim, that's not debatable. The question is on the Mokum of the fire, what are we talking about? Are we talking about where you threw it and therefore chhatzinazik is on the fire a spot and on the rest you're totally putter? Or are we talking about where you put it down and therefore on the spot of the fire you're gonna pay Nezek Shalim and the Chatzinazik that the mission mentions is on the rest of the goddish because that is a tsuris, a chetz of the animal. So we have two different ways to read our mission. Tashma, let's bring another mission. The Mishnah says, so You have an animal that has a big pa- package of flax on its back, which is obviously very flammable. The It's walking through a Shisraven. And you put way too much package on the back of the camel. And the camel, by accident, as it's walking past a storefront, there's a candle maybe in the storefront, right? It's at nighttime. And there's a candle inside the store. And the camel gets too close and it lights up. Okay, no big deal so far. But, And now, big deal. Obviously, the owner of the store is not responsible for, what, for the fire that, it, that started because it was in his store. He's allowed to have a fire there. It's no problem. But the fire now spread from the back of the camel and burned down the whole building. Burned down the whole building. So Bala, so who's responsible for the burning down of the building? So the Mishnah says, Bala Gamal chayiv, the Bala gomel is going to be chayiv for the fire that spread and burned down the building. Nermi if the Chenveni left his candle outside in the Mishnah where it does not belong, then the Chenveni is going to be chayiv. Hold on, we'll get through all the details of who's chayiv where. Rabbi this is one of the few places in a Mishnah in Sh- Shas where Chanukah is mentioned. Rabbi Yudu says, Ner Chanukah is potter. Since you're allowed to put a Ner Chanukah outside your store, you put it there Barashos, then you're not, the who put his Ne'er out there is not going to be responsible for the fire that was started. Okay, so now let's read this Mishnah according to Rabbi let's read this Mishnah according to if you say that is a fire is an arrow like a so the so the it is the arrow of the gummel. The gummel was walking, it got itself caught on fire. It then moved the fire and burned down the building. That is like the camel shot an arrow. Now you have to read it here; it's a little bit different because we just said that according to biyechan that it's an arrow. An arrow of an animal is only chetzinezek service. So you have to read the Mishnah when it said you have to pay for the burning down of the building, you're only paying chetzinezik. Right? Even though it doesn't say that in the Mishnah, you have to understand that it's chetzinezik, because that's service. Anytime an animal shoots an arrow, that's automatically going to be service, you have chetzinezik, but at least you have something. Elamani, according to Rishak Hashim, she says you only responsible because it's your fire. The fire, the match was struck, the candle was lit by the chenveni. So maybe it's not the chenveni's problem, but it's also not the Bala Gammel's problem. The Bala Gammel didn't do anything, he doesn't own this fire. If he didn't own the fire, why is he responsible for the fire that spread and burned down the building? You shouldn't be chayv at all. So it's a chayv atzerayah, like a b'aychenon, that you're chayv ish even if you don't own it. We're talking about where from the back of the animal, it lit directly the entire building. The animal moved or whatever it is, and we're talking about where he moved, and he lit the whole building. He was jumping around. He was nervous. There's a fire on his back, right? And he lit the entire building. So it's not the Pshat, the fire spread. It's the Pshat, he directly lit the entire building. We already explained. Everybody holds, when you directly light the entire building, that's direct mazik, that's not a din of ish. And therefore, when the minister says you're chayv, it's because he directly hit the whole building. If it spread from this building to another building, you're not going to be chayv on the second building, the bala It's not his fire, it's not his responsibility. He's only responsible for the direct damage that he started. <laughs> Sorry? Doesn't matter, but it's like an extension, it's no different than an extension of the animal. Just the animal's chayv, when it gores with its horns, or if it bangs with its, with its prumbia fear, we said all those things. The fire from the back of the animal direct is considered direct damage. I say, that's not Tyrus ish. The whole idea of ash is when ash moves and goes somewhere else beyond where you put it. Where you directly light the ash, the thing you let on fire here is not ash. It's not a, a Hezek of ish. If a person does it, he's an adma mazik. And if an animal does it, it's just an extension of the animal. If it's normal, then it's shenor, then shayner regal it'll be, it'll be regal. If it's abnormal, it'll be keret. But it's not ash yet. Ash is only when it spreads. If you burn or... it be if it's going to be if it's going to be Mitam, that could be. Could be. It could be. It could be, or could be again, uh, you have to determine if that's normal or not. If it's abnormal, then you'd be chai anyways, right? Then you'd be chai, mitam, khair <laughs> and But yes, and a it says the So wait a second. If that's the case, then he lit it directly, so then what's shot in the Seifa? The Sefer says, If we're talking about when the animal directly lit the building on fire, so why being mm-hmm. the just because he left the fire outside? the the animal took the fire and lit the building. Now Tyson explains the cash is not that the should be only, the cash is that he should they should split the hezek. Yes, the chenveni was irresponsible by leaving a fire outside. So, but Lameisa, the animal took the fire and didn't let it spread. The animal mamish directly lit the building on fire. So, of course, the bala, bala gomel should be chayv as well. Why does the mishnah say that the chenveni is chayv? The Mishra says a strange answer, which we don't even explain, Rashi says, because it makes no sense so much that we just continue. But remember, the animal was not moving around. So he was not moving around and he lit the whole building on fire. Koshkin didn't have any butter because then the Balagumal should have easily stopped the animal from lighting the building on fire. Right? If the animal's running around crazy, so it's a little bit hard for the Balagumal to stop him, fine. you could discuss, you could think about it. But if the animal's standing still, what, like, what, just grab a bucket of water and put it out. Like what's the big deal here? We're talking about where it's meaning really the animal, all things being equal, maybe the animal would have lit on fire and run away. The animal was in the middle of going to the bathroom when an animal goes to the bathroom it doesn't move. And now the fire lit on the back of the animal and jumped directly from the back of the animal. Onto the building. It's still a case of Masech. It's according to And therefore, now the Gummara explains. Reisha, where the fire was lit inside the building, and it was allowed to light there. It's a Why? Because now we add the Svar, we sharpen it. The issue over here is, why did you put so much packages on the back of the gummel that made it that it would stick into the store and catch on fire? Therefore, we're going to be Mechayev over here, the Baal HaGummara. Seifa, when he lit the fire outside of Rosh Hashanah, he should not put it outside. So, normally you're right. If the animal, on his own, stopped, and was then we would be because he lit it directly, according to Eshlakash. The only reason we're not being here totally is because maysa the animal was an onus for standing there so long, because it had to go to the bathroom. So now we discuss, okay, so in terms of the movement of the animals, it's an earnest, we're not going to have the balagamal. But now, who's going to, who are we going to look at as the responsible party now? On one hand, we could say, the balagamal is responsible for putting too much stuff there. And on the other end, we could say, uh, if the Chemin left his fire outside, then he's going to be responsible because he shouldn't have put a fire there, and therefore he's going to be more responsible. Except on Chanukah, he's allowed to put a fire over there. So we can read this Mishnah, again, both according to Rabbi Yechran and according to Rosh whether we're talking about According to it's easy. The fire just spreads based on the gummel. So you're of According to must be talking about this case of where he lit it directly. According to if he did not light it directly, then you're not going to be chaif because it's not the Bala Gommel's fire. Toshma another case. Hamadlike Saq following case. If you lit a field on fire there was an animal tied up Right, the, the owner of the field had animals tied up over there maybe it's the owner of the field maybe not we'll see and he had animals tied up in the field and they burnt they died the Eved there was also an Eved there owned by somebody and maybe the Eved I don't know did, didn't take should have seen the fire should have run away didn't and the Eved died as well okay the Eved so you're going to be chayv. so you're going to be chayv here for burning down the field you're going to be chayef here for the death of the animals that were tied up that burned down as well. Evid, you're not going to be chayef for. Because an Evid is a human being. human beings should have been smart enough to run away. If he didn't run away, you're not chayef ritzicha, murder for that Evid. But, Evid, kafasloi, if the Evid was tied up there, so the Evid couldn't get away, and you lit a fire and burned down the field and killed the Evid. And an animal was there. Now Navel is not necessarily smart enough to run away. So the animal, even if it's not tied up, you're going to be responsible for the burning of the animal. So the venus of now amazingly, you're potter. Why you putter? Because it's kim We have halacha, we've seen many times in Shaz. If you do one activity, and in that activity you do something which will give you a chiv misa, in this case murder. You killed the evit. And the Chi Mammon for burning the Gedi and for burning the Gaddish. So you get the Chi of Misa Ritzicha, uh, whatever it would be over here, uh, and then your Potter from the Chi Mammon. Oh. So now we're taking a big Kiddush over here that your Chayev sayach for lighting a fire. Now, how does that fit into Rebbe right. <laughs> doesn't matter. Kim Laid Ramane always applies. You have Asra, if, if you want to prosecute you, you're going to, be, you're going to need Asra like every other Ratzekh, yes. But Kim Laid Ramane, since you would theoretically be Chayev, the Gemara says you'd be Chayev anyways. You'd be as Enes, Kim Laid Ramane. If we go according to what you said before, but it's, that, it, that it's the, only the moment, the place, where it catches the fire on the yes. it yes. which is then only, uh, only uh, a wound... No, but that would only be, that, would, that makes it Adama mamazik directly. So let's fit it. Hold on, let's read the gemara. If you hold it's an arrow, and anywhere the fire goes is your arrow, obviously if you shoot an arrow at somebody, you're a right, sayach. Even though you never actually stabbed him, but shooting an arrow, shooting a bullet, you're a right, sayach. No questions asked. So lighting a fire that travels and kills the Eved, you're a right, sayach. Pretty straightforward. If you say like we're shakush, that Aisha is just a shor, or Ash is just a, a different type of mazik that your owner is responsible for, so my potter. What's the Kimla in the Ramadim here? If your animal goes ahead and kills an Evid, are you Chayv as a Ritzach? No. The Gemara says, by, when the animal kills an Evid, you pay Kaifer you pay kaifer. you definitely pay money. You're not a right sayach when your animal kills somebody. So if you're not a right sayach when your animal kills somebody, you're not a right sayach when your fire kills somebody. Because Lakesh says that Aish is like an animal. So in that case, what's going on in this Mishnah? Why you putter when you kill the Evid because of Kimba? You should not be of Misa at all for something your fire did, according to Ishlakish's Swara. Samalakha or because she hits us and kharami. Like we explained. If the fire travels and kills an Evid, then in a you're going to be potter, meaning there's no din of kim in the rabbin. In that case, you're not a murderer. Okay, But if the fire... You're, you're just a shah. You'd be for any damage. You'd have to pay back the value or something like that, but you wouldn't be chayif as a murderer, and then you'd have to pay the value of the Evid, the value of the and the value of the field. We're talking about over here where you lit the Evid on fire... Okay. why and how, I don't know, I don't care, but you lit the evan on fire directly. So we already explained, when you light the evan on fire directly, the place where you light the fire, that is not Midin ish. That is real Ritzicha, and therefore that's why you're going to be Chaiv Misa, and therefore Potter on Kimmel and and all the rest of it. Eved, <laughs> the <laughs> So what's the of the Yes, if I go ahead and light an Evan on fire, and he dies, and it causes damage, it burns his shirt, of course I'm for the burning of the shirt. That's a classic case of Kim Le'adir in all of shas. What would be the Kiddush over here? So say, We're talking about where it's owned by different people. And therefore, if everything over here is owned by different people, so now, who says that Kim Le'adir works but two different people? Right? If I kill an Eved, and by killing the Eved, I burn his shirt, so of course I'm putter on the shirt. The shirt and the evid were owned by the same bala bayit. So therefore, of course, Kimla and both with one person. Once I have a chiyuv misa, I don't have a chiyuv moment. But over here, where I lit a fire that killed an eved and killed a and killed a uh, and, and burned down a field. Maybe you would say kima le deramine to the bala eved. But to the bala field or the bala HaGedi, what does that have to do with them, the fact that I murdered someone, Toch Maybe for them I'd be mechuev to pay. No, Kimah Ramaneh is a din in the person, in the mazik. And if in one action, there still is a Kiddush over here, if you think about it, because there's multiple r- results of your, of your fire. This is a case like we had in the Gemara and Shabbos. The Gemara and Shabbos discusses a case where you shoot an arrow on Shabbos and it goes from Tchirz Ram to the Saif and Toch rips a begit Okay, so normally the Alok of Kim and the Ramine is only when you do it all at the same time. But this is considered one extended Misa. However, you want to look at it, whatever the this is, it's like an extended Misa. And therefore, since in that one extended Misa, you killed an heaven and burned down a field, we're going to say it's killing the rabbinate, and the whole thing, you look at it as one big prosecution. And if you're going to have a Chiv Misa there for lighting the heaven directly on fire. So we come out here, according to this Gemara, that's a Pasha, those of Gemara's in Shasur, Mash, but differently. But according to this Gemara, we have a Makhlekes, of if you light a fire and it kills a person. According to Reb Yechon, if you light a fire and kill a person, you're a Reitzach. And according to Reish you you only chayv if you light the person on fire directly, if you light a fire and it travels and kills somebody, you're not a Reitzach. Tashma. What about this other case, which we discussed also earlier in the Masechta? So you have a fire, we'll see what kind of fire it is in a second, and you're supposed to be, you're, you're obviously responsible, you lit the fire, you're responsible to be a shamer on it, like everything else. Instead of being a responsible person, you give it over to a kid to watch, a child, a cherish, a shaita, or a cotton to watch. So, potter midine <speaking> adam midine <Hebrew> So, midine <speaking in Hebrew> adam, you are not responsible anymore. Midine <speaking> shemayim, <in Hebrew> you are. You obviously did not do a good job over here. And midine <speaking> shemayim, <in Hebrew> anything it does damage to, you, you theoretically should pay to the nizik. But midine adam, you're potter. Now, why? It says the <Hebrew> If you say a fire is a didn't like an arrow. Okay, so if I give a gun to a cotton okay, and the cuttin' shoots somebody with that gun. Obviously, I'm not a good person. Okay, and maybe in secular law they can prosecute me for all kinds of negligence. But la I'm not the ritzayach. I did not pull the trigger. Okay, I was, I was, I was, I was not responsible. I was negligent by giving a child a gun. But la the person who gave the child the gun did not pull the trigger. If I didn't pull the trigger, I'm not a ritzayach. So here also, when I give a fire to a chereshet of a which according to has a din like an arrow, I didn't do a good thing. But I am not the person who made the fire go. And therefore it makes sense. You're not going to be a chereshet of a obviously, but you're also not going to be a the person who lit the fire. So like then it's like he pulled the trigger. So I'm potter. Midina shem, midine adam. Elam animesh, veshem Who that my uh, that my fire has a dinner of an animal, wild dog, a wild shark, whatever it is. So you can tell me if I have a wild, I uh, have an animal that's already a muad, and I give it to a katon to watch, and it goes out and does damage. I'm potter? Of course not. It's my moment, it's my mom I didn't do a din shmirah over here. Remember, over here I don't need to be the mazik. I just need to have a shmirah, and I didn't do a shmirah. So Lachar according to Rishlakish that a fire is like a shar and I did not do a do, good, good a good shmira on it because I gave it to a cherasht I should still be chayiv. Why is the Mishnah say i potter? So Lachar again this is a riot to Rabbi Says and Remember we had this machlokz before and we did not understand the lumbness of it, now we understand it. Depends what you gave the Chere Vakat. If you gave him a cold, that on its own would have gone out, so that's like giving him a shur that's, you know, sleeping or has a broken leg, and it's not going to go anywhere. If he then does something, the Vakat does something to the cold, Puts you know puts uh, uh, air on it or or lights it up puts the lighter fluid okay so then it's the chereshtavakaton's problem but it's not my problem anymore because that wasn't a shara mazik it wasn't a dangerous thing at that point of a muscle I shall have it says Rishlokish if I gave the chereshtavakaton a torch and a chenami I'm going to be chayiv my time at bari hazekah that's a and a mazik so says Rishlokish explaining this mishnah when you give it to the chereshtavakaton your potter depends what you gave him if you gave him a torch and a chenami you're going to be chayiv. Because that's no so different than giving a wild animal that you did not do a, du- a good din shmirah. If you do not do a good din shmirah, you are going to be chayev. Whereas <laughs> shall have his potter. the said, even if I get a cherish of a a burning torch, I'm still potter. We had this point we were like, why are you potter? Now we understand why you're potter. Because the kagarmle. All I did was give him a gun. He pulled the trigger. If the fire would have just stayed where it was, nothing would have happened. The kid knocked it over. The kid did whatever it did to it. But even though it was a lit, burning fire that I gave him, according to Rabbi all I did was give him an arrow. He shot the arrow. And therefore, I'm going to be putter, even if I give him a torch. So what would, you, is, there is there a case, according to Rabbi that I could give a cherished shot cut cut a fire and I would be responsible? There is. Rabbi the muscle, gavza silt of a if I give him a torch, and I pour the lighter fluid out, and I stand them right next to the lighter fluid, right, or the equivalent, then I'm ready, I'm going to be chayv. Because then it's mamish that I'm, like, I really did everything. I, the Cheresh did, did nothing here to make it happen. It all happened pretty much on its own. Cheresh did not really contribute in that situation. So then I would be chayv, you know, because that's like, I pulled back the string of the arrow, and I said to Cheresh do me a favor, I'll hold on to this string. Okay, that's already too late because the chesed is gonna let go of the string and then it's gonna be flying. But then I already started the maysa. Then I'm gonna be high. But even if I give him everything, but I don't put it all in that situation. According to the shlokish, according to the So now this machlokish of shlokish and I had a lot of pshat in this mishnah about the fire, but the chesed of the god is Lishitasam on what they hold by ish. According to the shlokish, eshim is so it's only going to be that I'm responsible totally if there's a real fire. I'm only potter if it's just a cult. But on the Biaichran, <Bible> that it's a din of chetzer, I'm going to be potter, call's man, that I was not the one who pulled the trigger, that Khabishat pulled the trigger. Amaravha, crow mastisum. So if you look at the pussek that we started the this year with, it's actually more mashma like Rabbi bhyikran. That esimishum chetzer. Why? The cruci cruxiv, the, say the pussek says kise <speaking in the> ish. <Bible> is mashma. not that I made the fire go out, but rather the fire goes out on its own. Kiseitesh. It's like the fire has a life of its own. It goes out on its own. atzma. And what does it say? On the other hand, it calls me the Mavir. So why am I the Mavir? According to Ishlakish, I'm not the Mavir. According to Ishlakish, the fire is my animal. I didn't watch the animal, fine. But I didn't do the hezek myself. The fire did the hezek. The fact that the Pesach, at the end of the Pesach, calls me the Mavir, and holds me responsible as a person who lit the fire, that's more mashmalik like a that it's an extension of me. It's like an Adam amazik. I shot the arrow. And therefore, I lit the fire. I am the Adam Amazek. Shmamina eshim ishim And there's a Brysev, it the says. The Brysev says, the Sanya. The POSIK says, which is Mashmah, the Aish has a life of its own. And the Aish is a thing that went out on its own. But Visayan benuske Kufa. But the boss finishes, as we just explained, by saying Mavir that I am the responsible party. Lorimilch says the price the boss, the teaching you The that be That on one hand the fire has a, a, a life of its own, because the fire moves on its own, not like a bar, etc. like that. A fire just moves based on the wind. But on the other hand, I am the Mavir. What is the lumbus of between me being the Mavir and the fire having life of its own? That's an arrow. It's mamash an arrow. I pull the arrow, I pull the trigger, and then the bullet of the arrow flies. Once it leaves my hand, then already it's out of my hand. Then it's not my responsibility anymore. Not, not my responsibility, but nothing I can do about it anymore, and I'm going to be chay for shooting it, of course. But, I am the mavir. And therefore, by putting those two together, we actually end up in a very nice situation of that. Just to finish off with an interesting question, the Muki mm-hmm. Eisef has a over here. It says, so if you hold Eishem ishom so then, how do you light a Shabbos candles? She so said, Arishan asked this, Kasha. When you light Shabbos candles, I am, I, am, I am responsible for that fire. So when I light Shabbos candles on Erev Shabbos, it's keilu On Shabbos, this fire is my fire that's going. Why am I allowed to do that? Kolzman, the fire is a fire. It's like my arrow. Why am I okay with that? So the not a different answer. The says that, yes, it's like you lit the fire the whole time, but it's all matyaches." to the moment you lit it. And since you lit it on Erev Shabbos, all the hezek that goes in pulling the trigger happens when you pull the trigger. Yes, it doesn't happen until a few seconds later until it hits somebody. But it's all part of the pulling of the trigger. The activity you did is pulling the trigger. The activity you did is pulling the arrow. The activity you did was striking the match. All that happened to Erev Shabbos. So that the fact that it goes on Shabbos is to responsible, of course. But in terms of Hilchah's Shabbos, it's all, it happened on Erev Shabbos and everyone up not. But it's just an interesting question and how he's actually looking at this idea of Eishayet Mishum Let's say, Agutin Shabbos. Yeah.